Fred's Front Porch Podcast is made possible by the generous support of Jenner Zeno, Alex Oliphant, our unofficial patron saint, Jane Louise Finch, our official patron saint, Edith Keeler, Coralie Day with Scott Knight, Hermione Granger, and listeners like you. Welcome, fellow traveler on this rock floating through space. I'm Fred. This is my front porch. Come on up and sit a while. There are ideas to be discussed on this old set of nicely nailed together boards. talk to someone and people scare the hell out of me. Do I frighten you? Insurance is paying you not to frighten me. I'm pushing that part away. So what's the problem? I went to see my mother this weekend. Well, we're starting off right in my real house. It usually takes a couple of sessions to get to parents. Do you have a difficult relationship with your mother? I can't say that mom and I have a relationship in any meaningful sense anymore. She can't remember anything much except that we love each other. Is she suffering from Alzheimer's or something? No one has made a specific diagnosis. It could be Alzheimer's. It could be dementia. But my relationship with my mother isn't the problem. What do you think the problem is? It's my relationship with people in general. general, I don't understand them. I'm afraid of them, even when I know they love me. Tell me what happened. Where does your mother live in relationship to you? She's about three and a half hours away, and I don't drive anymore. It's part of my effort to live small enough that I can afford to keep my little cave. I don't own a car anymore. I have only one plate, one little pot, one big one, a frying pan, two bowls and one cup. I just got a measuring cup the other day. So I had to take a lift to Tucson. Your mother lives in Tucson? No, she's in surprise. I went to Tucson because my nephew heard I was going and he wanted to come with me. So I took a lift to Tucson the day before. I spent the night there and we left in the morning. And that was incredibly emotionally taxing. You don't get along I love him. I think in some ways he still loves me, but he's been angry at me for years now. But that's a story for another time. The stress was that there were four other people there as well. And they're all very nice, and they were as kind to me as they could be. But they were there. there, there, And I'm expending enormous amounts of energy to avoid saying something stupid. I'm afraid I'm going to do the wrong thing. I'm afraid I'm going to be perceived as antisocial if I don't say anything. And we went to dinner at an incredibly expensive place where I simply knew everyone knew I had no business 
being. I didn't understand the food on the menu. I had to ask what was the simplest thing that there was. My nephew's mom found me a basic steak with french fries, but they were called frites or something. I don't even know what that means. The meal was great, but I just couldn't get comfortable. When we got home, it was time to celebrate birthdays. My nephew's wife's mother and my nephew both had birthdays coming up. I had no gifts for either of them. No one said anything, but again, I wanted to melt into the floor. I went outside for a cigarette, but I had to get back in so we could do the celebrations. In the morning, I had to shower, which is always difficult for me. I can't stand safely in a shower. My feet are worthless. I mentioned that if I take my socks off, skin flakes off everywhere. That was, I guess, the wrong thing to say. My nephew told me that it was too much information. I wanted to disappear. Did he ever see your mother? Yeah. Joe and I drove up to surprise that morning. It was about two and a half hours. He couldn't have been nicer, but it didn't change my awareness of my inferiority. I don't know what to say to people anymore. I didn't know what to say to him anymore. But when we got to mom's, it turned ugly pretty quickly. Mom was thrilled to see me, but it took her a second to recognize me. It took her a little longer to recognize Joe, but she got there and there were hugs and loves. It sounds great. That part was. The, the problem occurred about 10 minutes later. My sister arrived. You don't get along with your sister. Not for years. She's a recovering alcoholic. She hated my close relationship with mom and dad. Mom lived with me for 54 months after dad died. Shelly took power of attorney and put mom in a group home. Mom begged me to let her live with me again. I tried. I got power of attorney, and the family threatened legal action. It got ugly. Shelly and I don't talk. So it was just an unhappy coincidence she was there? My nephew is fairly sure it's the fact that I posted it on Facebook. Someone else in the family probably told her. My sister is blocked. She can't see my Facebook. But... I always proceed on the evidently naive assumption that my friends on Facebook wish me well. I have now blocked everyone who might have told my sister. I have only a few cousins left on my page. There's no other family anymore. How does that make you feel? I wish I could trust those related to me not to try to hurt me. Why did your sister show up there? She was there to make sure I wouldn't do something horrible to our mother. I don't know what that would be. Does she have reason to think you would? Well, I suppose. I accepted money from mom when I had power of attorney. I was going to be evicted. You shouldn't have done that. I don't debate that. So, maybe she had a reason to be worried. No one would let her change power of attorney now. 
She's clearly not competent to sign any documents. She wasn't when they took it away from me either, but I didn't have and don't have the money to fight them. I wouldn't put mom through that anymore anyway. She would lose what little is left of her mind. How did it make you feel that your sister was there? Angry, resentful, small. Small? Well, afraid again, and this time of someone who doesn't love me. How did your mom feel? She felt joy. She doesn't remember any of it now. When I called her that night, the way I do every night at 7.37, she didn't remember I had been there. But when I told her, she was happy again. She hoped I would come back soon. You call your mother every night at the same time? Yeah, I have an alarm uh, on my phone for that. You don't think that's a little strange? It's all I can do now. I can't see her anymore. Yesterday was the first time in over a year, and it cost me way more than I could afford. But she's 90. There may not be many more opportunities. It was important to me. What happened afterward? Mom and I went in her room for a few minutes and just hugged each other. It felt good for us both. I saw genuine joy in her eyes. I felt it radiating from within her. And then it was time to go. You can hear Fred's Front Porch Podcast without any commercials on Patreon. Patreon. The link is in the show notes. For just $5 a month, you get to help this show grow, and you move me a little closer to being able to get a little house with a fenced-in backyard so I can have a dog to reduce my loneliness at night. That would make me incredibly happy. At higher levels, you can get coffee cups, t-shirts, and hoodies. You can also get my novel as soon as it's finished. Working on it. Working on it. And you get to hear yourself under your own name or any fictional name you choose in the Gratitudes nearly every week. Now, back to the show. And that was the whole weekend? No, not at all. Joe drove me over to see my best friend. She and her ex-boyfriend share a house now. I won't bother to explain that, it's too strange, and I don't want to spend the short time we have together on that. We had a nice lunch that doubled as dinner. I had a pastrami sandwich. It was nice to have food I understand. It felt good to get a hug from her again. You don't get many of them? Mom and Stephanie were the first I have had in over a year, with the exception of the day I arrived in Sierra Vista. Jenner who is my brother in ways my own brother could never be, hugged me that day. Other than that, I've had no physical contact with another human being. Was there anything else? When Joe and I got to the hotel in Phoenix, we went downstairs so I could smoke outside by the pool. A slightly psychotic woman, who exhausted most of my remaining emotional energy, talked to us about being a caretaker and Alzheimer's. I found that useful. 
Then she got into how crystals saved her car from breaking down. By the time we were finished with her, she and a couple of other drunk rednecks who showed up to smoke were confused by why I would inject poison into my veins by taking the COVID vaccine. I pointed to the side of the pack of cigarettes we were all smoking. Poison? I left pretty quickly when the woman told me that my idea that there is no them, we are all us, is nonsense because there are people here from other dimensions and at least one other planet. There are also lizard people. I had to leave. I don't have the energy for that anymore. We're running out of time, so it might be good if you could tell me what I can do for you. Well, I was hoping you could tell me what was wrong with me and then, you know, fix it. Fix it, fix it, fix it. What do you think is wrong with you? I don't understand other people. I'm afraid of everyone. I'm emotionally exhausted. I'm thinking I should just sort of, you know, disappear. Do you think that will solve the problem? Well, I think it'll keep it out of my face. I do better if I just stay in my little cave. I can't even talk to a real therapist, so I had to invent you. Do you think the problem might be that you're more comfortable with people you invent than people who are unpredictable? Yes, that's it. That's it. How do I fix that? You'll have to practice being around other people. I don't know another way. Uh, yeah, I don't like that answer. I didn't think you would. Who can you handle having more presence? I do all right with Jenner, but even then, only for short periods of time, and only because I know he understands what it is to be afraid of people. Are you afraid of him? Well, not really, but I often ask myself if there is something I should be doing that I'm not doing or something I'm not doing that I should be or something I'm doing that I shouldn't be. And then I hide more deeply. Perhaps we should talk some more another time. That's the best you have. Perhaps someone listening to this will have a better idea. Maybe they can call the show and leave you a message. Well, the number is 480-331-9822 if anyone wants to call. I'm afraid we're out of time. Yeah, I know. Thanks for talking to me. Thanks for inventing me. You know where to find me if you need me again. The prosecutor, the defense attorney, and I are all inside of you, all the time.
are the names of the people in our community. Our only official patron saint is Jean Louise Finch. Our unofficial patron saints are Alex Oliphant, Jenner Zeno, and David Russell. Our producers are Edith Keeler, Coralie Day with Scott Knight, and Hermione Granger. Welcome, Hermione. Thanks for joining it. Made my day. Our patrons are Sherlock the Mystery Patron, Utopia 42, Kevin Boyce, Joe March, Barbara Hauser, and Lena Miller. Our supporters are Chris Donnelly, Corey Pluard, Claude Burt Lansden, Jesse Rogers, Virginia Rupert, The Mind Wave Podcast, to which you should listen often, Scott Shelby, Mark Roseman, Michelle Freeman, Laura Engram, Elizabeth Bennett, and Zareth. Our supporters are Judy Morris, Amos Stewart, Phil Parkman, Michelle Sylvester, Marley Maple Miracle, Ursula Phillips, Carrie Dedeo, Pavel Shabayev, Sarah Nimitz, John G., David Miller, Christine L. Patterson, Chuck Curry, Corey, Natalie, Jefferson, and our tearless and tireless supporter, Jureen. Our anchor sponsor is Zara. Our anchor supporters are Lori Shea, Daniel H., Cindy Mandel, Corey again, Piper K. Young, A.A. Milne, John Donovan, Stacy Height, and Sharon Reddy. Thank you all for sticking with me through the bad times and for helping to make these, the good times, better. You're helping me to shine. I love you. Share my thoughts and ideas with you. Follow me at Front Porch Fred on Twitter. And get your episodes early and commercial free on Patreon. See you next week. Produced by Studio Stargazer.